Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's good to have you with us here today for the Congregation of Prayer, a guide for daily meditation and prayer around God's Word. It's good to have you with us here. Um, and I'll note, uh, some problems with the stream that both the Twitch and the Facebook didn't start automatically. So I had to go and manually start them. So that's why we heard a second piece for those of you watching on YouTube, you get the full thing. Um, just authentication periodically, they disconnect you from accounts. I don't know why. Anyway, it's good to have you here. I think all of you have jumped on that plan to, I didn't see all your chats. So if you were sending chats earlier, uh, the chat window was broken. So anyway, <laughs> so it is a uh, question in the chat, sick folks here. You too. Yeah. Uh, we have our teachers back, but I think at least two of them did not sound too hot to me. So they're uh, on the mend, but uh, going to push through. And uh, I'd say we probably have a quarter of the students out maybe yet our secretary and her son. And yeah, but so it goes, it's that time of year. And, uh, I figure better now, uh, than closer to, uh, to the holiday that way we just get it all get it out of our system or get it in our system however way it works and that way uh we'll be able to celebrate christmas together without the six all right today we'll continue our catechesis in the book of genesis so we'll have that and we're doing continuous readings from the book of john so we have both of those all right let's begin in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Memory verse. Cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter 5, verses 7-8. through 8. Cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Oh, that would have been a nice, uh, if that had been the... Confirmation verse for either of the two deceased in the last week. That would have been a great text uh, for a sermon as well. Of course, the second half here puts it in context, I think, rather than the kind of the soft sentimentalism that you might ascribe to this statement, it's immediately followed. Um, the cares that we're talking about are actual, real, and um, quite dangerous physical, spiritual, emotional uh, ailments. You know, all the ways that the devil attacks seeking to devour, not simply just us, but faith, faith. That, that's what he wants to devour more than anything, our trust in God. Right? So cast our cares upon him that our faith be strengthened and preserved. That's, that's actually what prayer does. <laughs> when you offer and give over your cares to the Lord, uh, that is an act of faith and it also strengthens faith, right? which is why we're uh, attentive to our prayers like we're doing right here. All right, the Psalm is Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell therein, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, and who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to what is false and does not swear deceitfully. 
he will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right. Our catechism this week is the second and third petition. First, what is the second petition? Thy kingdom come. What does this mean? The kingdom of God certainly comes by itself without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it may come to us also. How does God's kingdom come? God's kingdom comes when our Heavenly Father gives us his Holy Spirit, so that by his grace we believe his holy word and lead godly lives here in time and there in eternity. Fourth petition, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does this mean? The good and gracious will of God is done even without our prayer, but we pray in this petition that it may be done among us also. How is God's will done? God's will is done when he breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hallow God's name, nor let his kingdom come, and when he strengthens and keeps us firm in his word and faith until we die. This is his good and gracious will. All right, it looks like Facebook dropped some of you. Uh, hopefully uh, you refresh and uh, you'll jump right back in. Our first reading is from John chapter 5. The man departed, that's the, the man who was previously blind. Remember the Pool of Siloam yesterday? All right. Or Bethesda, as it was called there in John? The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. For this reason, the Jews persecuted Jesus and sought to kill him because he had done these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered uh, them, My father has been working until now, and I have been working. Therefore the Jews sought all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he does; he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these, that you may marvel. For as the Father raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to whom he will. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. So we heard the John reading. And uh, one thing to note here is, you know, this conflict over the Sabbath. And you think of the third commandment um, where where it says, um, we should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching in his word, but hold it sacred and gladly hear and learn it. And the problem with the Sabbath is that they have instituted as, um, what do you want to say? as commandments of men um, in the place of commandments of God. So they have all of their piety that is meant to reflect what God teaches in his word, um, but has now become, um, has taken on a life unto itself, we might say, right? And so that they're living this Sabbath existence that actually is far departed now from, from God's word. You might think of the Reformation as another occasion where 
um, we are where the church was being called to repentance for what had become as uh, just piety, just a way of remembering the saints had become worship of the saints, where um, the idea of a sacrifice being attached to the Lord's Supper uh, probably just started as as praise and thanksgiving, but then had overcome the gift that, that Christ gives in the sacrament. So now they called it the sacrifice of the mass. Um, as two examples, some pious ideas that maybe it's better for priests not to marry and makes their job easier. And I think that's probably true. Um, but then it became a demand and a command, right? Overcoming the original intent. So um, so the same here, the Sabbath is no longer for these uh, folks about actually hearing and receiving God's word, which is exactly what the man born blind had received. Jesus had given him his word, namely rise, take up your bed and walk, right? Um, and that is a good word, a word that forgives, a word that is is actually the fulfillment of the Sabbath, the purpose of the Sabbath, right? Um, and so he says here, I mean, he identifies himself with the God of the Sabbath, right? You can see that right in verse 18 in John's editorial note. Therefore, the Jews sought all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but also said that God was his father, making himself equal with God and thereby making the Sabbath about him and his work that he is about to do, which is then what he says. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. All right. Looks like everybody's jumped back on. That's good. I'm glad to have you all back on whatever platform you're watching on. Uh, looks like most folks are probably on YouTube at this point, which is good. A couple of you are on Facebook now that it's working again. So our reading for catechesis is from Genesis 31, uh, now in verse 43. Remember yesterday, uh, Laban uh, pursued Jacob, overtook him. They had the whole incident of the uh, where are the idols, right, which Rachel had hidden in her camel uh, bag, which she was sitting on. And then Jacob makes great accusations against Laban and actually reveals to us quite a bit more of Laban's abuse of both he um, and his daughters and their family. All right. And the rebuke of Jacob, I think it's important to note, we noted this yesterday, the rebuke that Jacob uh, brings upon Laban is the rebuke of his idolatry. So it is about those, those idols in part, but his worship of the false gods then is made manifest in his lack of love for his son-in-law and his daughters and uh, their families. Okay, so picking up where we left off. And Laban answered and said to Jacob, These daughters are my daughters, and these children are my children, and this flock is my flock. All that you see is mine. But what can I do this day to these my daughters or to their children whom they have borne? Now therefore come, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be a witness between you and me. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. Then Jacob said to his brethren, gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap. And they ate there on the heap. Laban called it Jagar uh, Shahadutha. So that's uh, some kind of Phoenician, right? But Jacob called it Galid. And Laban said, this heap is a witness between you and me this day. Therefore, it is called, its name was called Galid, also Mitzpah. Because he said, May the Lord watch between me, or you and me, when we are absent one from another. If you afflict my daughters, or if you take other wives besides my daughters, although no man is with us, see, God is witness between you and me. Then Laban said to Jacob, Here is the, this heap, and here is this pillar, which I have placed between you and me. This heap is a witness, and this pillar is a witness, that I will not pass beyond this heap to you, and you will not pass beyond this heap and this pillar to me for harm. 
the God of Abraham, the God of Nahor, and the God of their father, judge between us. Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and called his brethren to eat bread. And they ate bread and stayed all night on the mountain. And early in the morning Laban arose, kissed his sons and daughters, and blessed them. Then Laban departed and returned to his place. All right, so we have a detente of sorts here, a truce. What did uh, Laban still dare to claim, though, at the beginning? Just incredible, this man. Yeah, all that you see is mine. So who has given Jacob all that he has? Jacob and Rachel and Leah have all confessed that it was the God of his father, right? But Laban confessed that it all came from him, right? What greater idolatry is there than that? To claim things as coming from oneself and not from God. All things coming from God. What did uh, Laban want to do then? All right, this is not a godly covenant, just an uh, earthly covenant, right? A promise. Um, it's a two-way agreement uh, with Jacob. Fair enough. All right. So again, it's a truce. This is a peace treaty going on here. And uh, Jacob erects a pillar. This reminds us of a previous pillar, I think. Yeah, that would be the back in chapter 28, so three chapters ago, on his way fleeing Esau uh, and going to Haran to Laban. Uh, God visited Jacob in a dream, remember, at the ladder and the angels ascending and descending. Then he took the, the rock he had used as a pillow and set that on top of a pillar and anointed it and called the name of the place, I believe, Bethel, right? The house of God. So we have the same sort of thing here, right? Oh, by the way, pillars are substantial. They're usually uh, wooden, um, and they are indications of Baal um, in Canaan. Uh, so Jacob is adopting kind of a common form of worship, but of course he's giving. Uh, or ascribing its significance not to uh, the false gods, but rather to the true God. Okay. And uh, we talked about that in Bible study on Sunday, is that the worship of the Israelites isn't actually all that different than the worship of those around them. The only difference is the word of God that has been joined to those acts of worship. All right. Um, Jacob asked his relatives to then also uh, to gather stones, right? And to make an altar of sorts, a heap of stones. Um, actually, I don't even think it's an altar. Uh, it's really, these are markers, right, of territory. What do they do um, at the heap of stones then? They had a feast. So anytime you have, uh, you know, this would be this would be a common feature. This happens even in business, right? Um, you know, you'll take, take the one that you uh, are looking to uh, barter a deal with. You'll take them out uh, for, a de- for a meal or for drinks or something. And then over that, um, you'll have your handshake agreement, and then you'll draft it up later on, of course, with detail. Same idea, right? We have a meal, we have markers, right? And then the, you hear three names for this place. It's called um, Jagar Sahadutha. Jacob calls it Galid, and it's also known as Mitzpah. Right? The first two names mean the same thing, heap of witnesses. Just one, again, um, in the language of, of Haran, that Mesopotamian um, language, and then the second, of course, being Galid, being Hebrew, a uh, heap of witness, a heap of witness, a testimony. You see the, you see the stone pile, and you remember the, pro- the the two-way promise that was made between these people. The third name, Mitzpah, means watch. All right, it means to watch because, <clears throat> as you see, then Laban say, "May the Lord watch between you and me," um, when they were absent from one another. So they. Um, he is invoking the name of the Lord to be the watchman, um, to keep them distinct and not at odds with one another. These stones then, um, you know, are in a sense then a watchtower. And, um, and stones, 
well, that language of watchtower then is connected, and the Lord bearing witness is connected to Jesus himself, who is our watchtower, um, our refuge, our strength, all the ways the psalmist talks about that, you know, our castle, and watches over us, and uh, of course, warns us of, of imminent attack, as a watchman does. All right. How did Laban refer to God here in verse 53? Interesting, right? The God of Abraham, who they have in common. The God of Nahor, who is Abraham's father-in-law, right? And then uh, who we, we thought probably was a faithful believer, right? And then the God of their father, judge between us. All right. Well, what name does Jacob use in the same verse? Just like we saw previously, the fear of his father, Isaac the fear of his father Isaac, right? Uh, why do you think there's a difference? You might think of the first commandment here especially, right? Uh, you shall have no other gods. We had that with the household gods yesterday. We have it here again. Uh, and Luther's explanation rightly attributes three words, uh, verbs for us in that command. We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things, right? So the fear of God means that uh, God is to be reverenced not only fear and sense of punishment and wrath, but also in, in uh, terms of listening and revering, holding sacred, right? Like his word, hold it, holding it sacred and gladly hearing and learning it, right? So here, to fear God above all other gods, that is the God of the promised son of Abraham, okay? Um, again, the significance of a me- sacrifice and a meal, right? This is pointing forward, I think, for us, is it not? There's only one meal at which we see the heap of witnesses and are, are witness and are ju- watched over or judged, right? And that is the Lord's Supper, ultimately. This is pointing forward to the Lord's Supper. When we see the witness of the Lord's body and blood upon the heap of stones, Golgotha, right? And we receive there from him the judgment, the judgment that our sins are forgiven, right? Which is the best judgment of all, the good news. All right. Uh, let's summarize this. Laban was still trying to assert the equality of his own gods, right? That's why, maybe that's why he mentioned Nahor and the God of his father, and his ownership of all things with which the Lord had blessed Jacob. The flesh of man always denies the creator and clings to his possessions as if they are his own. In the use of both Hebrew and Aramaic names for the heap, there you go, Aramaic, there was a mark of the split over the worship of the true God. Who was to be the true rock of salvation in the watchtower over Israel? Was it to be the God of Abraham or the God of Nahor? So you might see here a story about unionism or syncretism. We're worshiping the same God. He just goes by different names, you see, Uh, which is false. Jacob's answer is to swear by the fear of Isaac, that is the God of the promised son of Abraham. Is this God uh, all the nation, is in this God, all the nations of the earth would be blessed? He is the stone who divides all men. He is the stone upon whom we fall so that we might live, lest he fall upon us and crush us. All right, good. It looks like everybody's still connected. We work through our connection issues there. All right, let's sing our hymn for the week. Hark, the thrilling vo- a thrilling voice is sounding. Oh, 
Let us pray. Heavenly Father, your kingdom comes to us whenever the gospel of Jesus is preached and his sacraments are administered. Through these gifts, you give us your Holy Spirit and create faith in our hearts. We give thanks to you for these gifts. We give thanks to you for the promise that Jesus will come again in glory on the last day to give us all the fullness of his kingdom. Forgive us for failing to pray for the coming of your kingdom. By your word and spirit, reign in our hearts and in your church. Through the promises of the gospel, continue to give us your Holy Spirit so that by your grace we believe your holy word and lead godly lives here in time and forever after in eternity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, we have a commemoration today. Of course, you probably know who it is. Jolly old St. Nicholas. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should make sure we didn't sing that in chapel today. I don't know the words, obviously. I only know the first part. Of the many saints commemorated by the Christian Church, Nicholas, who died in 342 AD, is one of the best known. Very little is known historically of him, though there was a church of St. Nicholas in Constantinople as early as the 6th century. Research has affirmed that there was a bishop by the name of Nicholas in the city of Myra in Lycia, part of modern Turkey, in the 4th century. From that coastal location, legends about Nicholas have traveled throughout time and space. He is associated with charitable giving in many countries around the world and is portrayed as the rescuer of sailors, the protector of children, and the friend of people in distress or need. In commemoration of Sinterklaas, Dutch for St. Nicholas, 
in English, Santa Claus. December 6th is a day for giving and receiving gifts in many parts of Europe. Right. We pray. Almighty God, you bestowed upon your servant, Nicholas of Myra, the perpetual gift of charity. Grant that your church, or grant your church the grace to deal in generosity and love with children and with all who are poor and distressed, and to plead the cause of those who have no helper, especially those tossed by tempests of doubt or grief. We ask this for the sake of him who gave his life for us, your Savior, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. All right. We pray the Collect for the Week. Stir up our hearts, O Lord, to make ready the way of your only begotten Son, that by his coming we may be enabled to serve you with pure minds. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray this day for deliverance against temptation and evil, for the addicted and despairing, for the tortured and oppressed, and for those struggling with sin. Let us pray to the Lord, Lord of mercy. We pray today in Thanksgiving with Adam, who celebrates his birthday, with Hannah, who celebrates her baptism. We pray for the households of our church, especially Angie, Ron and Joan, Rachel, Derek, Clarence and Linda, and Courtney. Pray for our catechumens, Christian, Wyatt, Aaliyah, Lydia, Charlie, Kaylee, and Kimberly. Continue to pray for those ill receiving treatment or recovering, especially Marcella, Joe, Kelsey, Walt, Christopher, Dan, Brad, and Ron, Marla, Betty, Pat, and Merlin, and Heidi. Pray for our homebound, Bev, Ed, Paul, and Pauline. Pray for our mission of the month, a place of refuge. Continue to pray for our government and those in authority. And we pray for the family and friends of both Willis and Mickey who grieve their deaths. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right. Thanks for uh, sticking around with us and bumping over one platform over the other uh, as we had some streaming issues today. Uh, Of course, you can go back and watch and listen to it on replay at your leisure if you prefer and catch anything you missed. All right. Uh, it's Tuesday. Keep uh, our teachers and uh, students in your prayers as they hopefully you know get through all the six that's going around. Right, whatever it is, influenza or whatnot. Um, let's see. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow you'll have opportunity for uh, evening prayer again at seven p.m. Of course, we'll we'll gather for our congregation prayer at nine. So I hope you can join us for that. Um, and again, Lord be with you too. We'll see you soon. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church Sherman Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.